Five, four, three, two. What? This is episode 20 of Deb Branch. Feeling FSE? Feeling fussy. Of full site editing. I'm Jason Tucker. You find me at Jason Tucker on Twitters. Hey, I'm Sayreed at Sayreed Media, and I'm trying to bring out the fabulous. And y'all know who it is. It's your boy Jason Cosper, aka Fat My Own Leg, back at it again on the world's most influential WordPress podcast. Mm-hmm. And that podcast can be found at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, and all the other places that you, you listen to, to podcasts. You have to you subscribe can, you can, to, to Dev yeah. Branch separately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can totally subscribe to it separately. Exactly. Because Tucker likes to make things complicated. No, I just like to have, you know, <laughs> I want to say that we have a network, so we have more shows. There you go. We do. We have a network. Here it is. We have a network. Hey, speaking of networks. Um, yes. We have a guest hailing all the way from Sweden today. Hello, Carolina. Hello. How are you doing today? Introduce us. Well, it's Friday. It's actually Friday evening here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So my name is Caroline Newmark. I am a WordPress core contributor at Joast. Awesome. So, and you uh, know that because on her Twitter handle, she's got the Yoast picture, which has been I a thing for so long. Amazing little avatar. Did it's, it's, I feel like I see them even out in the wild, like sometimes, like not necessarily about WordPress or something. And I'll be like, hey. Yeah, they're easily recognizable. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I don't think that the brand can ever really separate from it or it would just be lost. Like yeah. If you leave the company, do you have to do you have to leave the <laughs> avatar? I think so. I haven't asked. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you no, don't want to ask. No, yeah, don't ask. She's I'm not saying you should happens. leave. She's I'm just saying that's a good employee out. retention technique. <laughs> Sorry. You can't have your avatar. Oh, anyway, man. let's full site editor. This uh, full site editor thing, because can can you tell us a little bit, uh, Carolina, about your um, basically just where you're coming, where you're at with FSE? All right. So in my day job, I do work with Gutenberg and WordPress Core. But I mean, about two years ago, I was watching. I think might have been a live Zoom call about a WordPress release that was coming. And I heard a couple of words that sounded very interesting. And as a nerd, I went ahead and bought a couple of domains right away. Got no way. very lucky. That doesn't happen. And, <laughs> and started fullsidediting.com, where I started posting yeah, tutorials and guides, tips. So basically cool. what you're saying is you're the epicenter of full site editing that's not coming from the court, the, 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 the outreach team. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's basically the deal. The basic information, then maybe yes. But <laughs> you consider uh, yourself... To contribute to the official documentation as well. Oh, that's important. Yeah, Do you nice. consider yourself... I, I, would, I would guess that the answer is yes, simply because you registered the domain. But maybe you're just, you know... Uh, smart and clever for that, but do you consider yourself a proponent or an advocate of full site editing? 
I don't think I ever, you know, in the beginning, I didn't consider myself that way. And it's hard because, you know, with COVID, we were isolated for a long time. So coming to WordCamp Europe this June was a bit of a shock and eye-opener because, you know, all the people who recognized me and wanted to come and talk about full-site editing and the website and, yeah, the new features and, yeah. So that means you, you were a reluctant, a reluctant representative, unintended. Unintended, yeah, not reluctant, I think, I say. I do enjoy sharing information. I'm just, you know, hoping that the information that I do share is up to date and it's helpful. Yeah, now there's all this pressure. You better get it right. <laughs> no. no but so, so, so far, you haven't led me wrong because I've been going to this website and just looking for all, all the different things that just aren't showing up anywhere else. And it's one of, it's like, for, like right now, it seems like whenever I do a search for anything, full site editing, I end up at your site. You're the, Nine you're times out of ten. You're the beginner of full site editing. So, yeah. what, like, that's a, that's a, I mean, a bonafide. It could be the domain name, but it's probably the domain name. And I think you did a great job picking the domain name. You know, I'm using your premium. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> including some that is older on the, on the blog side and oh i can't hear you can you speak closer to your microphone oh sorry i apologize uh, i was saying that the site is you know it's probably the oldest resource so it does have yeah. content that is two years old and some newer and articles that I keep updating that's also amazing that's so cool it's really interesting to me that um, when you when you came into it, you were kind of like, and and I think that this is is a really interesting thing that a lot of people have moved away from, is uh, you, you know you you kind of said you were a beginner when you started doing this, and um, people when they would start a, a blog about something would be like, hey, I, I found out about this thing, I want to learn about it, let's learn together in public. Like I'm going to put what I'm learning out there and then maybe it'll be helpful to someone else. I remember when I used to like, when I started blogging like way back in the day and my more technical blog posts, there've been times where I've found like the content that I wrote as like something that I learned, uh, you know, five, 10 years ago. And then I'm still like, oh yeah, wh what is it? What, what do you do about that? And then all of a sudden in the search results, like three or four down, maybe I should get on the, the Yoast premium um, is, uh, is the thing that I wrote. And I'm just like, oh man, like that's, that's so great. I, I think that uh, it's really fantastic that you uh, have been uh, learning this in public and, and have been um, kind of become one of the, the de facto proponents and, and um, you know, uh, experts in the space just by uh, taking that upon yourself to, to learn in public and, and, and show your work, basically. Show your work. It's the same, uh, similar thing, actually, that Brigitte, uh, uh, who's, BPH at BPH on Twitter uh, did with Gutenberg, right? In the Gutenberg times. And, and she was mm -hmm. like, this is the new, new, and I'm going to kind of, you know, report on it with the newsletter. And now she's, you know, I think she's working for automatic, right? Like as a, 
like specifically yep. about Gutenberg, you know, so it's definitely a, a, a still the world where you can do that. And, and that's kind of exciting, right? That like these new things are happening and then you're able to kind of step into that space that isn't occupied by anyone yet because it didn't exist before. We're, yeah, yeah, we're we're living in a time where it's so hard to start a new uh, property on the web, a new anything, and gain traction from that. It's it's hard to, um, you know, you you have a subject you want to write about, and unless it ends up becoming, uh, it is something like this um, more niche side of of WordPress. I mean, it's it's not niche in that. Uh, you know, 40 whatever percent of the web is is building on top of it now. Um, of course, you know, we still have plenty of people using classic themes, not fully embracing the the block editor and full site editing yet, but uh, it's where the, the wind is blowing and getting in on the ground floor. I mean, good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah good job. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I have a question for you. What would you say if you were, there's, there's two questions actually. One, what would you say to someone, how would you explain full site editing to someone who like as simply as possible to is, who's new to WordPress completely. And then how would you say, it, uh, describe full site editing to someone who, you know, say if, you know, you were at a WordCamp or something and it was someone who does have that WordPress background. Uh, I think it might actually be easier for a person who's never seen the old WordPress to adapt to start using blogs because they can't compare. Sure. Mm -hmm. I find it difficult. I wouldn't be able, I mean, we can't really compare to like a WordPress or like Google Docs. We can't really compare it to Word because I mean, it's a bit unique to move these blocks around. Like building uh, blocks. I would have to have them with you set up their menu, I believe, the navigation block, but I'm not playing it. But, uh, yeah, don't start there. I'm not sure. That is Sorry. a tricky one. Yeah. Which one? How to how, the navigation? Nav yeah. 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 It's difficult. What do you? What's the most difficult part about that, in your experience, or why do you think it's difficult, like, code-wise? I mean. As someone who's used WordPress, we used to have a larger navigation screen in the WordPress sure. area. Mm -hmm. Away from our content, we would, you know, add our links, add our custom links by just entering the text. Of course, still a bit limited when you move things around, we were able to drag it and drop it still. But now when you try to update your menu, the space is just too small. And also right now, there's a bug with the, the toolbars which blocks the view or the menu when you're trying mm. to edit, click on things. Yeah, as <laughs> little things. As they've, as they've moved to having um, like focus mode for the headers, the footers, uh, I, I personally think that having a focus mode for just menus would maybe be a good idea to be able to, because like you said, it, it is a very small space. It's very compact that you're having to work with there. Mm -hmm. Having something where you could potentially zoom in focus mode on just your menu, that'd be, that'd be pretty great. Why do you think that's not 
part of, you know, baked in if all the rest of it is able to do that. Just not not known that that was something that was going to be a problem, like, or just because menus are less important? No, I don't think they are less important at all, but there are so well, many parts. There are so <laughs> many parts in Gutenberg and, you know, so many things that needs fixing, so many new features that need to be added, so mm -hmm. much test. And actually not that many people with the knowledge to you know, start contributing to something as complicated as a navigation block or having to know where in the code base all these components live, where do I change, how do I move the toolbar for this block? It's, it's not as easy to just stop by for one, two hours per week and try to work on this. It's not that easy. Yeah. I, I, I try to explain that to my uh, husband when I'm uh, for when I'm working like and he's takes the baby and he's like oh just you know go get some work done for an hour and I'm like I can't do that <laughs> like, you, just, you have to like get inside the code and then you have to like hold it in your head and like move it around like I can't just like pop in and like do a little something and then whatever like that's just not how the work works so I, I, I really get that in terms of you know just not being able to have a, a big enough chunk of time to even be able to start wrapping your head around, let alone head around the problem, let alone fixing the problem, right? It's like, cause you have to do both of those things. Otherwise, you know, then you have to get back into it again. So I think that's really interesting that like, it's just because of the, the new newness of all of this, the amount of contributors who are even able to contribute let a, you know before it was a big amount and still a big amount who were able to contribute something and still a small amount contributed but now <laughs> there's a way smaller amount who can even contribute and then the percentage of that i mean i feel like we're talking like not even like a hundred people right like i i don't a couple hundred people maybe like um, not in terms of I mean, I guess this would count as being a core contributor. So we know how many core contributors there are, but. I mean, for every release, the number of contributors keep growing, right? That, that's, I mean, we know that, which yeah. is amazing. Also because we, or as VS in WordPress changed how contributions are counted. A little right, bit. right. That's right. it. Right. Not, you know, more, more contributions than code. So in that sense, we have improved. Well, that's good, but it still doesn't add to the number of people who are able to contribute to the actual code base. That's yeah. so, many. so one of the best ways to contribute as a developer, if you, you know, you're using WordPress, ready without Gutenberg, you find bugs. I mean, please, please do report them. Really? I mean, and I've heard this a lot that just bug reporting is very helpful. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, I mean, that was one of the reasons why I was doing a little a little video series like on Twitch where I just started like recording myself using, you know, using uh, FSE and then and then um, cursing as I'm, I'm hitting one roadblock after another. And why doesn't this thing have, you know, like, for instance, having uh, the hover state, um, uh, the colors for the hover state, like that's something that's coming up. Um, we were talking about that during the pre-show. Like there's those sorts of things where I'm just like, why is this not in this yet? That's and my question. Like, why are we waiting for hover state? Like, what year is it? This is like, I mean, the just margins and padding has been like, like, I feel like I feel like we're literally just in the in the early years. Like we're taking the most basic stuff 
and leaving it out. I want the link controls, but it's always a question about, okay, how much power do we give to the user? What should be the default? Should this be visible? Should it be hidden under a different setting? Do we need to enable it somewhere else? Should mm -hmm. underlines be def defaulted on? Hmm, I don't know. Links <laughs> <laughs> should be underlined. <laughs> so I, but I, you know, I will. Do you I add will... the dotted underline or a blue color or a green color? Right. Those are the kind of settings that we are looking to add right now, right? For sure. I, I, I will point out to, to kind of Say's point, um, something that I've, I've mentioned several times is like, I, I am not going to apologize for how slow um, sometimes development on Gutenberg can seem, but I would like to remind people who are just like, oh man, this is all taking too long. Like, what year is it? Why are we adding this? To just remember that you mean we me. are You're talking to me. <laughs> to, to you and to anyone else that we are changing the we're we're swapping out a, a whole engine on a plane while it's mid-flight. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, I'm still an advocate of landing the plane for a second. Like that's just how I feel about it. Like or, you know, build the engine a little bit more before you start to switch it. Like that's I, I, I just I I can't I'm trying not to have like judgment about that, but it seems great analogy. Good analogy. Um, I get so distracted by those. <laughs> just you know, like, like, little thing comes up on the screen, and I'm like, squirrel, over there. I see it. Hello, squirrel. Uh, yeah, I, I do think that there should be some of this basic stuff. Uh, if we're having the question of what should be surfaced to the users, like, template parts like sure have some template parts but don't worry about those link colors because that's not what people care like that's the problem like i feel like the 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 development for fse is so developer focused but it's intended to be for users but the mm -hmm. user tools like the users the things that users want which is like to change you know the spacing on things or to like change a color of a link like that stuff is not there but we've got you know template parts and you know alternative menus for various pages or whatever and it's like i i think that for me is the big disconnect that it's yeah. it's supposed to be user friendly but everything is very dev even just looking even the layout of the the, the structure of the template parts to a certain degree, even the structure of the the, the block list thing. Does that have a name yet? The block list, list of blocks? The list view? Yeah, the list list view. Yeah, I guess you call it list view. You know, even that is, it's like a file tree. You know, it's like that is a very developer way of looking at a page or a structure. And it just, it, it feels like that's the, that's, one of the big disconnects for me is that it's intended to be for users, but none of that simple user stuff at the top is is being dealt with. So I think that's a lot of the disconnect because if it wasn't, if it was, if, if FSE seemed like it was for developers more then it would make more sense to me because then, you know, busting out a little bit of CSS is not necessarily a huge problem, but as is, 
that's not something a user can or is going to do. And and then we keep saying, oh, it's not ready for them yet. It's not ready for them yet. Okay, but it's in the software, you know, and it's being launched. So, well, it's for developers because it uses a JSON file. There, there's that. And it's for well, users because you can copy and paste blocks because we're just using comments to uh, encapsulate the block areas. So it, it, you kind of get the best of both worlds there, I guess. Um, but I, 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 have I, yeah. I have another question. Do you, Carolina, do you, uh, um, do you think of the block editor and the full site editor as being the same? No. They do not technically work the same way. Right. Uh, for me, I would look at, you know, you don't load scripts or CSS the same way. The site editor, of course, you know, has header, footer, content, takes content from other parts of the website and shows it. It's in an iframe, which the block editor is not. Um, I don't know if you saw the, the post on makepurpose.org. Uh, I think it was in the design team's uh, blog, uh, some little film clips and some, you know, explorations about how this UI can be unified so that we actually only have one editor. And right, that right. me. This is, of course, far into the future. I don't know how far, but probably I mean, it's going to be next year. Uh, if, you know, if any of these get implemented, it's like it's easier to move between the different modes. I mean, uh, content or site, and it might only be two steps instead of now also having what we call the template editor. So the, there are three separate editors, right? Site editor, template right. editor, and the block editor. And it should just feel like one editor. It should be easy to switch for just one click back and forward. Easier to preview your sites in different ways. I feel like the nomenclature of it is is part of that problem because I feel like people use FSE and the block editor slash Gutenberg interchangeably. And to me, they're, like you said, they're, they're very different. They're, they're, they not, I mean, not just from a purpose, but structurally, the block editor feels so user-friendly. Like this is what, you know, you can move things around. Like, I feel like there's an intuitiveness to the block editor, to Gutenberg that I've actually been a proponent of for a long time. And I feel like the full site editor has none of that. It doesn't feel, you know, I guess you've got blocks within your template parts, but in order to get to that, you have to kind of wade through something that feels to me like Dreamweaver. <laughs> Just like, you know, like I'm in my, my, my Nova, like, you know, code editor. Yeah. I, I had that same problem where I was, I was uh, working with, um, I was working with something in a sidebar and I dragged something out of out of a template part into the actual page itself, not realizing it, and then going to another page that has that template part as well. And I no longer had that element that I dragged out. And I think I probably spent two hours <laughs> trying to figure out what did I do wrong? Where did how it did go? I make, and how to make it right and then go back yeah, and then come it, to find out that there's... Obvious. Yeah, it's there's a little bit of a... Yeah, what if you put a page block in the template editor and then put that template part on a page? Could you make a hole in the internet, do you think? <laughs> I just, like, it'll just, like, it'll be one of those, like, mirror things, but it'll just, like, go forever. Like, template Actually, part we, we solved that bug already. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can, uh, okay, that is, uh, is that a bug or a feature? Blog? Really? In the blog editor, you can't add the post content block. You cannot add template parts inside the block editor. Right, For right. example, you can't. You could display a custom. I don't know. I just say this thing is excerpt. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So part of the content, you can add that as part of your. You could make an iframe and stick it in there if you wanted. If you want oh no. Yeah, you can use page one block and we'll do. Yeah. So do you think the reason why we have these essentially three separate editing uh, editing systems that are in place is because of the fact that we offered we we you know the 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 royal we royal. I guess, uh, uh, offered up Gutenberg to the rest of the internet and because of that it needs to act as its own separate entity and then we're just kind of stealing some of those things and using them in these other two editing controversial take. Yeah, I mean that's I, that's what I'm thinking is is the reason why is because we kind of had to have this thing you know uh, encapsulated by Tumblr. itself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I think it was in five WordPress five point eight that they enabled the template editor, which is where users, if the team supports it, does not have full site editing but can add their own page templates. Right. Right. Um, okay. And there, you know, very very few teams actually enable this. But right. I think that I think the reason was I was just speculating, was because you know they had been hoping the full site editing had been further along at that point, and they added the you know the little small part of it that they could. But now yeah, all the team developers, which is at least, yeah, it might actually be too too many. Mm. Uh, at least template editor. And now we now we're proposing a, a navigation editor as well. So good job, folks! I'm, I'm glad we I'm glad we came together here to to, to, to add yet another one. Solving solving the world's problems. What's the like? Uh, there's a word for that. Just distinguishing. Just I can't think of one. Blank shedding. What? What? Black shedding? What did you say? Bike, bike shedding. Bike shedding. No, I don't know. Maybe. It just you know take things apart into uh, and then it becomes just you know I don't know I'll I'll think of this word I'm gonna tweet it later so if you don't follow <laughs> me on Twitter you won't get that wonderful word <laughs> so all right so so we've got only a couple minutes here can you tell us your and understandably possibly speculating but like your vision of how the FSE is going to um, folds over the next couple iterations and what you're excited about. Maybe. Well, I mean, this week we finally have a date, right, for WordPress 6.1, which means that we have until September 25 to add features, which means moving features from Gutenberg to WordPress Core. So we do have quite a bit of time to continue improving things. But there That's, are right. That's right before WordCamp, uh, WordCamp US, huh? No. Is it before WordCamp US? I thought no. Uh, oh, is it after? We have something called Feature Freeze, which is in September, okay. and the release is in October. Okay. Because we have to have a month of testing in between. I'm glad we learned that lesson. I feel like that's a good lesson to have learned that we don't need to schedule the development around the conference. Right. That's good. Good job, everybody. Okay, sorry. Go ahead with what you're excited well, about. We have improvements for block locking so that we can block, lock the inner blocks. If you have a group block, we don't have to lock the inner blocks individually. That's probably going to be in a couple of weeks. We have improvements to what's called Team JSON elements, 
It used to be able to style links and headings only. And these are links, these are elements that are not blocks themselves, but inside blocks, for example, in a very complex blocks with inner elements inside of it, like picture the latest post block that has, you know, both links and images and plain text in it. And now to elements, we're going to have captions and buttons. So for example, if you, have, if you have a form with an HTML button, you, you will be able to style that without adding, you know, CSS to your style CSS file or whatever you might have been adding to your team. That's cool. That's coming soon. Also, I, wonder how, I wonder how deep we have to get into that button configuration. You know, are are, are we going to get the radius? We can select the radius that we get. Uh, do, do we get to pick the uh, whether or not it has a little uh, this or a little that? Like, you know, how how, how far down that rabbit hole yeah, are we going to go? Think, do you think what radius already works? Oh, good. Um, we're uh, also uh, getting yeah, Hoover. Level. <laughs> In Team Jason, we're getting Hoover for links. Nice. Yeah, that's going to be good. But again, the UI is not ready for it. Hopefully, it's coming soon. We're like, huh? Ugh. But Brian was excited about it. <laughs> yeah, Brian so was when very you excited. Feel, this, is, this is a total future prediction. Not No one's going to hold you to it. If you had to guess when time-wise, not necessarily release-wise, but when time-wise, would you feel that uh, full site editing is obviously not done will never really be done but when is it like super solid when would you predict that might happen oh uh, i can't oh come on just a little i mean it, it, you know i guess no one's gonna judge you be, just be wrong it's okay things. <laughs> we're, we're wrong you know, all the time just be wrong clients yes if it's a simple website would they do something super complex with it not this year next year okay. 2020, 2020. If, I mean, if I, if I want to create a lot of custom blocks, then maybe this year. Yeah. It also see, depends on if you plan to rely on having Gutenberg active because Gutenberg changes and you would need to keep everything up to date. With every release, it, it does get better. Like the, it yeah. is, I mean, every, every new version of WordPress, every, uh, it, it does get progressively better. I, I know that, uh, especially uh, amongst the the people like on the show right now, and and, and maybe uh, some of the the nerdier folk listening or, or watching along, they they want it right now. They they want all of this stuff. They want it to be as good as Elementor or Divi or Beaver Builder, and, and it's it's not quite there yet. But I. I 6.1 it's it's gonna make 5.9 look like training wheels like yeah. and and 6.2 you know same thing it's just it's gonna keep getting better uh, I, I think the the trick is is we all just want it better right now and it's it's not happening so it's frustrating so there's a lot of like wailing and moaning online from the people just who want just my... want their no, I just want the uh, update flag page to not tell my clients when it gets updated, hey, there's all this new stuff that you can have when they can't have it. <laughs> That's what I don't want. That's what I want to have stop happening. I don't, um, I, that to me is the, that's what I would like to have stop happening. 
Oh darn, we have to end on that note. Oh, All right. Sorry. Well, well I, I can one thing. Um, if, yes. if, if this if this excited you, uh, if if talk about this excited you, if you want to see uh, where uh, Gutenberg is headed and going, uh, absolutely uh, follow along uh, with Carolina's site. But also um, every two weeks, uh, when a new release of Gutenberg comes out, Gutenberg Times does their changelog podcast. Uh, it's about an hour to an hour and a half long. And uh, I mean, they they do have some discussion, but they literally read the high points from the changelog in Gutenberg every week. Uh, Birgit and Mary Job uh, both um, like go through and, and talk it over and everything else. Uh, and it is super specific and super nerdy. It is by far, I, I, I quake in fear every time my wife gets into the car and I know that that was the last podcast that was playing because she's like, what are you listening to? <laughs> you are listening to someone read a changelog out loud. So, you yeah. know. But it, it, is, it is very informative and uh, I'll make sure that uh, we get that in the show notes. Carolina, thank you very much for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. And um, I hope you have a good rest of your night and talk to y'all later. Thank you Bye-bye. for having me. Of course. Go over to wpwatercore.com slash subscribe to subscribe to this content. If you're just watching it for the first time, we'd appreciate it. Go over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Go watch us on YouTube. And we also stream this on Twitch and Facebook. Get it live, get it live. Bye-bye. Subscribe, subscribe.